0: And now on BBC Radio 4, it's time once again to join the show business legend, raconteur, after-dinner speaker, and honorary president of the Ramblers Society, 1968-1969, Count Arthur Strong. A keen fan of rambling since his teenage years, Count Arthur still keeps it up today, recently distinguishing himself by rambling for 20 minutes about the price of a tin of pineapple chunks, drawing quite a crowd at the bus stop. Join him now for this week's instalment of... Count Arthur Strong's radio show. Morning, Wilf. Chilly out there, isn't it, this morning? And before you say anything, I don't want to get into a discussion about the weather. I was merely passing a remark about it. I don't want it to turn into a long conversation. So I'll just nip you in the buds. I don't want a debate. If I had more time, that would be a different matter. Ordinarily, I would be open to a bit of convivial banter regarding the depressions sweeping in from the North East and the probability of squally showers. Just not this morning. I have neither the time nor the incrimination... All I require from you is your services as a professional butcher. So, put your pork head on, if you will, Wilf. <laughs> I'd like to reserve some of your boiled ham for collection by me personally later in the day. Combien tranches de jambon, offer en fait? Comme again? Où sont les toilettes? What? Les toilettes sont sales. Oh, Sally, hey, Wilf's having a turn. I I can't understand anything he's saying to me. Bonjour, Arthur. Comment ça va? Hey, What's happened? Why can't anyone understand me listening to you? (laughs) Geoffrey, thank goodness. Hello, Arthur. These two must have had a bang on the head. They're talking in tongues. Quick, phone, BHS, indirect. (laughs) Jammeret and soin du visage. Oh, bloody Elsa, they've got you as well, have they? Les toilettes sont bouchées. Now, listen, all of you, can you talk to me using the alphabet in a different order? <laughs> Où sont les toilettes? Il n'y a pas de papier de toilette. Les toilettes sont bouchées. Oh warning you now, get away twitch. from me. Il n'y a
1: pas de papier de toilette. I've done one-armed combat boucher. in Ensa.
0: Come on, then. Hey, come on. I'll, I'll, I'll chin the lot of you. Oh, sold it. I'm at home. Oh, it was a dream. Dear, oh dear. Oh, I'm dripping. Oh. <laughs> Who's ringing my bell? Uh, what time is it? Ten past three in the bloody morning? Right, there better be a very good reason why my bell's doing that. Uh, if there isn't, I'll want to know the reason why there isn't a good reason. Uh. And they better have a good reason for not having a good reason. If they haven't got one, which they won't have. Right. Wilf, what are you playing at? Bonjour, Arthur. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm not having that anymore. I'm awake now. Uh, I'm fully compost mendips. Are you ready, then? Ready for what? For the ferry, our trip to France for the day. Oh, sodden France. That's why I was dreaming in tongues. I must have nodded off watching that James Bond film. I was sitting up in the chair instead of going to bed, so I'd be ready on time, studying my French phrasebook, doing a bit of snotting up. It always pays to grasp your basics, Wolf. I mean, what if I was taken short over there? Eh? Because when I have to go, I have to go. Eh? Here, do you know what French for toilet paper is? Toilet papier. Eh? (laughs) Why bother changing it? That's not a different language, is it? Eh? It's just the same as we say, but they say it funny. A foreign language should be something nobody understands. Well are we going? Oh, not Wilf. We don't want to miss the ferry. <laughs> really, I should be sitting in the front, not Sally. I must have the longest legs. How long are your legs? Uh, who, me? No, the Archbishop of Cranberry. <laughs> uh, he's sat next to you. Of course, I meant yours, Geoffrey. Dear, oh dear. I wouldn't be asking the Archbishop of Queensbury what his inside leg was, would I? What's your inside leg? Uh, uh, Twenty-nine inches. Was that both legs? Yes. <laughs> That's you beaten. What's your inside leg, Wilf? Uh, thirty, I think. Ooh, 30. Not bad. Not good enough, mind, but not bad.
1: How long are yours, then?
0: Oh, I'm not sure, Sally. It's appropriate for me to discuss my length with you. <laughs> the magazines would pay a fortune for my vital linguistics. Why? You wouldn't understand. You have to have experienced celebrity to know what whatever it is I'm all about is about. Anyway, as my legs tower over everybody else's, when we have a toilet swap, we'll stop places.
1: Have you been practising your French?
0: Oh, no, I'm not going to bother any more. I was saying to Wilf, it seems to me that going to the toilet is the same wherever you are. I've been practising counting. So have I. Oh, I can count. That's different. I've done all that counting. Go on, then. What? Let's hear you. It's not a competition, you know, Sally. You have a very competitive nature, you, haven't you?
1: No, I just want to hear you count, if you've done it all.
0: All right, clever dick. <clears throat> Earn, derp water uh, cancer, sink, no, sank, no, sunk, oh, it's sinking, no, not sinking, idiot, oh, I don't care, eight, nine, Ds.
1: that wasn't very good,
0: don't worry about me, I'm quite capable of making myself misunderstood, uh, I'm a natural excommunicator, I am, hey, uh, and I'll tell you something, the drink better be as cheap as you're telling me it is in these hyperactive markets, huh? I've had to lay out on six bloody newspapers for the voucher for this trip.
1: Left turn ahead, then keep left.
0: What? What? Don't what me back. I whated you first. Well, why did you? What did you say? Why did you? No, before that. Well, it was a satnav offer. It was not. It was a woman's voice. Now, you do know the difference between a woman's voice and a satnav, wilf, thank you. What's a satnav? <laughs> Satellite navigation, it gives you directions. It picks a signal up from a satellite and that tells us where we are. Are they the ones that go up from the floor or down from the roof? <laughs> what roof? The roof of the pothole. No, satellite, not stalactite. Stalactites go down and stalagnites go up. Where does a satellite go then?
1: In 300 yards, take the exit...
0: I'm sure you think putting on a silly voice is very amusing, Sally, but it is starting to grate a bit on my nervous endings. It's the sat nav. Is she watching us then? No, it's a signal from a satellite, you know, in space, and that tells the sat nav what our position is. Take the exit, then keep left. Sally, turn round where I can see your mouth. <laughs> So, let's get this straight. A Sputnik is the one that grows off the roof of a cave and a satellite grows up off the floor. Is that what you're saying? No! No.
1: In 300 yards, you have reached your destination.
0: Just as well, because, frankly, I have come very close to throttling you, Sally. Eh? If you'd kept that up any longer. The trouble with you is you don't know when to stop. (laughs) Ooh, these are big now, aren't they? The boats. Last time I went across the channel, it was on one of those, you know, those little pokey flymo things you do the garden with. Flymo? Yes. It's a lot less bother with the hover. You mean a hovercraft? That's right. Ooh, yes, the marvellous in the garden, but you wouldn't want to go across the channel on one. Ooh. There isn't enough room to string a cat. I think I might go on to deck and get some fresh air. I feel a bit queasy with the boat going up and down. Oh, you don't call this going up and down, do you? Wait until it gets rough. Anyway, you don't want fresh air if you're feeling seasick. What you want's a bit of grease inside you. Um, A big pork pie, a five-egg omelette and a couple of pints. That'll sort you out. Mm. I lined my stomach before we left. Here, let's find the bar.
1: I think I might have a look around the shops. So I'll come and find you.
0: Right, come on, you two. Let's get in here and have a drink. Go, now, watch this and learn something. <clears throat> bueno, man, sir, bueno. Um, <laughs> Jazwee, um, pints of beer. I know it's not pints in France, but you know what I mean. If I say pints, you'll have an inkling, won't you? For myself and myself's amigos. So it's beer you're after, is it? Thought you were French. No, sir, did lie. Well, that's a Swiss. We were largely an English crew on this ferry, sir. Who are you? Well, when I find my compass, I'll be checking up to see if we're outside territorial waters or not. And if we are, your language should have changed on here. It's maritime law once you've passed the meridian. Pardon, monsieur. Que voulez-vous? However, on this occasion, I'm prepared to overlook your (laughs) misdemeanour. Well, the thing is about these boats, you know, if we hit an iceberg, we wouldn't have a chance with all this weight. We'd sink like a sponge. I don't think we'll find any icebergs in the channel. Well, you're saying that, but you're not taking into account the melting of the polar bear's cap, are you? Eh? I mean, every day we lose a tree the size of a hundred football pitches. (laughs) Soon there won't be any trees left in the Antarctic. And then where will the polar bears nest? You tell me. Well, there aren't any trees in the Antarctic. There you are. It's more worse than I thought it was. And, and on top of all that, there's all the carbon people are leaving from the footprints everywhere. Why in heaven's name don't they take the shoes off? Eh? Or at least scrape it all off before they come indoors. <laughs> anyway, I'm afraid we'd sink like a lettuce if we hit a nice I, I, I don't really like the water. I, I can't swim. Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. You wouldn't last ten seconds in that water. The will to live would ever weigh. Because you wouldn't be eligible for a lifeboat, you know. It's women and children first. It should really be women and children and celebrities first. <laughs> because of all the good works I do, we do. Yeah. Making people forget the troubles. Yes. I mean, that is a large part of my job. Really, they should have me in the lifeboat first so that as the women and children are climbing in, I could be uh, doing my memory man act or, or, or playing my banjo or, uh, or doing my memory man act. <laughs> <laughs> to help keep people smiling, yes. I mean, if people can laugh as the ship's going down, that's worth its weight in gold. I don't like thinking about sinking. I'll tell you what is a thing to look out for. What is a telltale sign that the boat's going to sink? Rats. Oh, yes. As soon as the ship's about to sink, you'll see dozens of rats jumping on board. So if you're not an entertainer, like I am, you'd probably be best off just heading to the bar and getting plastered. Eh? You'd, think, you'd think if it was sinking... Oh, the drinks should be free, shouldn't they? Uh, would be a nice gesture, wouldn't it? Uh, in which case, I might change my mind and go down with the ship. Uh, or oh, do you think we could change the subject? The Poseidon Adventure? That's a true story, apart from some of them getting out. In real life, um, in real life, Shelley and Bernie Winters died in it. Uh, oh, Yes. Drowned, then starved to death. Here, I'll tell you where I wouldn't go for love, no money. The Bermuda Triangle. There's hundreds gone down in that. Never found one of them. You'd think Elfin Safety would have pulled them up on that, wouldn't you? They reckon it's giant prawns that's doing it. Oh, imagine that being dragged by a giant prawn, kicking and screaming to a watery death down in David Jones's allotment. Can we talk about something else? I don't like sailing. I don't like being on a boat. I don't feel safe on them. All right, all right. Keep your hair on. I'm only trying to take your mind off it all. looked upon the rotting sea and drew my eyes away. I looked upon the rotting deck and there the dead men lay. Stop it! Stop it! I don't really like that. I'm only saying what could happen. <laughs> You'll be thanking me when we do see an albatross. Eh? You'll think twice before you kill one now, won't you, Geoffrey? Thanks to me. Oh, look what the Norby Southwest has blown in.
1: Hello, Arthur.
0: What have you been you doing?
1: Me smell my wrist. What for? Cos I bought some perfume in the shop and I've dabbed it on my wrists. Why? Did they smell? No, it's where you put perfume. What, on your wrists? Yeah, it's one of the places.
0: Don't ask where the other one is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, could all passengers on forward decks C and D please begin returning to their cars? We expect to arrive in Calais in approximately 20 minutes. See, Dick, that's us. Well, frankly, I thought they were very slack on customs, waving us through like that. What's happened to Cashpoint Charlie? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> they hardly squinted at my passport. I could have been an international criminal mastermind for all they know. I could have had a pair of metal hands and a white cat on my knee. <laughs> On my way to paint Pussy Galore's finger gold. Eh? They're very lucky I'm just on a beer run. I could be wreaking havoc.
1: What do you mean you could have had a pair of metal hands?
0: I'm just saying, the border patrol was very slack. They didn't even ask to see my distinguishing feature of mine.
1: What is your distinguishing feature?
0: That is between me and the authorities, Sally. It's not for public digestion. If word of my tattoo leaked out, the press would have a sports day. Have you got a tattoo? How oh, did you know? <laughs> Wilf, well, did you tell her? No, I never said a word of her. Well, someone's opened the big ears, hasn't they? Well, it wasn't me. I didn't even know you had a tattoo. Where is it, then? Somewhere you won't be seeing. Don't worry about that. What's it of? Never mind what my bloody tattoo's of. You see? You see all this hornet's nest that's been kicked over inside my can worms? because some half-wit blurted it out that I've got a tattoo of a pineapple on my backside. (laughs) I'd like to get my hands on the idiot, whoever it was. Oh, here we are. Blimey, is it all drink in there? Yep. What time do we have to be back at the boat? Well, we've got three hours. Three hours? That's not enough. Um, We might have to leave the awful tyre until next time. Awful tyre? Yes. No, not tower. Um, tower, I said. The awful tower. No trifle. An Eiffel. Eiffel bloody tower of leaning pizza, whatever it's called. We're a couple of hundred miles away from Paris. Oh, well, there you are, then. The Lisa Mona will have to wait. Lisa, I mean. The Mona Lisa will have to wait. I thought he was Italian anyway, him that painted the Lisa Mona. Michelangelo da Vinci code. Anyway, stop going on about it, trying to sidetrack me when I'm stood outside the biggest off-licence I've ever stood outside of being sidetracked. The hourglass is ticking. Come on, let's get in. me, look at all this. It's like that big warehouse in Raiders of the Ark Royal. Ooh. Right, I might as well have one of these trolleys, get loaded up. What are you on the lookout for, Geoffrey? My sister wants a bottle of Dubonnet. You've come thousands and thousands of miles to a foreign country for a bottle of Dubonnet. She doesn't drink anything else you want. your head-testing, you do.
1: I want some dry white wine. What, one bottle as well? No, two boxes.
0: They don't call it boxes in the wine world, Sally. They call it cases of wine.
1: No, it is boxes I want. Those you get with a little spout on. You're as
0: bad as him. Hey, all this way for two wine boxes.
1: I don't really drink at all.
0: I'm after cans of lager for David's 30th. What, you're David? He's never 30 now, is he? Yeah, he is next month. Dear, oh dear. Oh, it only seems like yesterday. He was less than 30. Oh. <laughs> A lot less. And, 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 and smaller as well. Oh, Dear, oh dear, where does the time go, Wilf? No, don't answer that. I've, I've got things to do. Um, let's split up. I don't want slowing down with you lot. I'm off down here. Whoops! that? Oh, oh, it looks like they're giving free samples away. Oh, we'll have some of that. Uh-oh. Banjo, madame, banjo. Um, um, oh, what's Welsh for free? Um, t- French, I mean, um, uh, liberty. The uh, drinks, liberty, madame, sit of a plate. Hey, I'm here to liberate one of your drinks Like we did in the war D-Day Remember that? Egalite. Drink, slurp, slurp You know, knock them back em. Ooh, I've sucked some, some stuff tonight, me You know, drink Oh, for crying out loud Is the drinking freeing? Pardon you Angle boys I'm English Well, why didn't you stop me then, eh? No wonder you didn't understand what I was saying to you. Is there anybody in this bloody country that actually speaks French? I haven't met anybody from here yet. I sat up all night long until I fell asleep, learning the language so you could feel the benefit of my French tongue.
1: I'm sorry about that.
0: Yes, well, so you should be. The least you should be doing is making an effort and talking the language. It's what gets the British abroad a bad name, is that? Now, what are these? Is it a free wine tasting? Oui, monsieur. Eh? Oui, monsieur, le vin est gratuit. Now you're just showing off, aren't you, eh? I won't join in if you don't mind, because, frankly, you wouldn't understand half the French I know. (laughs) The level I'm at with it all. It's fairer to you if I talk French in English... Now, are all these paper cups of wine free for connoisseurs like me with a discerning palate? So you you can
1: taste this wine we've got on special offer, yes. Right,
0: I'll have one then, please. You don't get much in them, do you? How am I supposed to tell whether I like it or not from that little bit? Oh, have another one, then. Well, I want to know what I'm buying, don't I? to the checkout, please. Claire to checkout. Oh, they can't
1: do anything without me. Um, excuse me a minute.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's not my fault there's nobody supervising the tray. <laughs> How can that be my fault? Oh, to Mary, had a canary <laughs> up the leg of the door. She wouldn't sit down for a fortnight. Oh, hello, she's back. Shut up.
1: Are you still here? Where, where's all the wine gone? Have you drunk the whole tray? Oh,
0: no, 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 no. I can't have. No, no. Uh, what's happened is, you must have had a bit of a rush on. Oh, yes, I couldn't move here for elbows. It was like the sale of pound stretchers. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, you're not thinking of opening another bottle, are you? No! Are you thinking of buying one? How much is it? Six euros a bottle. How much is that in pounds, shillings and pence and pounds? Just under five pounds. Five pounds for one bottle? I'm not bloody Alan Sugar Babes, you know. (laughs) eh? Extending my portfolios. I'm not paying five pounds for a bottle of wine. I want some of that this bloke was telling me about in the shoulder of mutton. And what's that then? don't know what it's called. But you get it in a big plastic bottle like the ones you get water in and it's 50 pence a bottle I want a dozen of those
1: I think you'll find that's right in the far corner of the warehouse by the dock door at the back near the dustbins
0: thank you £5 pounds for the bottle of wine never heard anything like it God <laughs> oh, blimey this place goes on forever Phew. I'm going to have to have a sit-down. Walk bloody miles pushing this sodding thing with a stuck wheel. Still no nearer the back of the place. Oh, that's better. it will look the same, these aisles. Oh, dear. Must be that wine. Mind you, for five pounds, I'd want a bucket of caviar with it, a couple of pints, a big pork pie, and another bottle of wine. (laughs) Oh, well, if we're having another bottle of wine out, then might as well get another pork pie out while we're there. Let's have a party, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear, oh, Oh, crikey. How long have I been out for? I must apologise for drugging the wine, Mr Bond. A cheap (laughs) trick. Beg your pardon? Come, come, Mr Bond. What are you talking about? I'm after some wine. She said it was by the dustbins. Ooh, that's a, that's a very white cat. I bet you get covered in hairs. You have damaged my organisation. What organisation? Spectre. Spectre? Special Executive for Counterintelligence, Terrorism, Revenge and Extortion. That's a long name for a wine warehouse. <laughs> Are you the boss? I thought you less stupid. Hey, there's no need to be rude. I could be one of your best customers, you know, if we can agree a bit of discount on your plastic wine. Unfortunately, I can see I misjudged you. Just a minute. What's happened to your hands? An unfortunate accident. Still, every cloud has a silver lining. Oh, we can all crack nuts with our hands. (laughs) eh? And I don't need metal ones like you. I've tired of you, Mr. Bond. Feed him to the sharks. I keep telling you, I'm not Mr. Bond. Hey, Get off! Get off, I've come, come from England for some cheap wine. Th- th- this is all a misunderstanding you've misunderstood. Help! That's feeding me to the prawns, the breaded prawns. Ow, ow, give me me leg back. I'll knock your prawn block off. This is an urgent customer announcement. If there's a Count Arthur Strong in the warehouse, could he please come to the front entrance as his friends are waiting for him? Count Arthur Strong to the front entrance. Oh, sod it. Arthur, you're back. How was the trip? I'd rather not talk about it, Jack, if you don't mind. Did you get plenty of drink? No, I didn't, if you must know. I didn't get anything. And we nearly missed the bloody boat. It was a right load of rubbish. Eh? For the kickoff, there aren't any French people in France. The bloody customs just wave you through without even looking to see what your hands are made of. And, and, and the bloke that owned the special executive for counter-intelligence, terrorism, revenge and extortion drinks warehouse was a nutcase. <laughs> I couldn't get out of there quick enough in the end. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What'll you have? I'll have a pint of bitter, Jack. A foaming pint of British bitter. Coming right up. All right. Not seen you in here before? That is because I have not been in here before, Mr... You! I beg your pardon. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not having this. This is my awake time. If you want to talk to me, come back when I'm asleep. Now, now, now push off, tin fingers, and take your flea-bitten cat with you. (laughs) Appearing with Count Arthur Strong were Mel Gedroych, Alistair Kerr and Dave Mountie. The script was written by Steve Delaney and edited by Graham Duff. Count Arthur Strong's radio show was recorded live at Comedia Brighton, is produced by John Leonard and Mark Radcliffe, and is a joint Comedia Entertainment and Smooth Operations production.